them. They're coming off the top rope. If they can actually climb up there. It's time for the finishing move. Our chance to talk all things wrestling with the road dog Adam Gillespie, Brandon Joseph, and Big John Radcliffe. The finishing move on Atlanta's alternative sports station, the SportsX. Good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome to the finishing move on the Atlanta SportsX, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM. It is me, Big John Radcliffe, along with my tag team partner who is pulling not only double, I'm going to say triple duty this evening, as I think he's cooking oh. dinner for our co-workers. Does that mean I get paid triple tonight? Absolutely not. You get paid nothing. Oh, so it's, well, triple times nothing is zero, and that's the normal pay for me. Well, there it is. Simple as that. It's Adam Road Dog Gillespie. Adam is remote right now as we are getting prepared for the Buck and Kincaid Classic here at Dickey Broadcasting. Uh, but, Adam, thank you for taking some time out of the busy schedule. I know this is a hectic day, uh, next 24 hours for you. But it's just like we always have to do. Wrestlers go, what, 321 days out of the year? You got to work, too, brother. That's right. They hit the road, and they work hard to deliver the good news of wrestling. And I'm going to work hard tonight from uh, Lake Lanier Island Resorts, although it doesn't sound like that's a hard place to work from. And trust me, it's not. Uh, but I'll be talking wrestling with you for the majority of the hour while I also try to cook uh, some steaks for my coworkers. So if anything gets burned, it's not my fault. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to directly blame you. Absolutely not. You're on your own with that one. You will have to answer <laughs> to uh, our bosses up there who – are expecting you to have a good meal cooked. Well, I will do my best. Oh, boy. That's scary. All right, look, <laughs> we'll jump straight into it. Obviously, we had Raw. We had SmackDown this week. I mean, look, over, all in all, with Raw and SmackDown, we still, I, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, we're still dealing with the chaos of what exactly is Raw and SmackDown and who exactly is there. It's, I mean, it's aggravating, in my opinion, because I know where you're going because there is no... Raw and there is no just SmackDown roster anymore. They should just and but and it aggravates me. It's like okay, Roman Reigns has been on Raw every time, every week since the split or the supposed split. It's just like at this point, tell me. I mean, just just even stop saying that there's split rosters or there is a wild card rule and just let superstars go where they go. No, and I agree, and that's exactly where I was going. Where. Roman Reigns being on Raw. We've seen Kevin Owens and, and uh, Sami Zayn. They've gone back and forth. They've been Shane entertained. Man, I mean, uh, the Drew New Day, McIntyre, the Usos. New Day. It is leaving it where basically now it is just um, uh, basically it's um, uh, as clear as mud in terms of who goes where. Even in when you go to the women's division, Moments of Bliss, Alexa Bliss's segment. That was on SmackDown. That was typically a Raw segment. And, and she, and this is not the first time we've had this crossover, but she is competing for the uh, SmackDown, Smackdown Championship correct. at uh, Stomping Ground this Sunday. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're keeping these divisions, so to say, uh, as a way to keep the belts, Raw's, Raw, you know, the Raw Universal Championship, the WWE Champions, the, the Raw and SmackDown Women Championships, or the uh, Tag Team Champions for each show. I don't care if it... Just get rid of the wild card. Get rid of the divisions. I don't care if there's a belt for SmackDown and if there's a belt for Raw. It just seems stupid to be continuing on with this. Oh, well, there's a SmackDown roster and there's a Raw roster. But yet, Raw rosters, uh, people are competing for SmackDown's championships and SmackDown champions or best in the worlds. Uh, well, I guess world, I guess there's only one. Worlds. Is celebrating his win on uh, Raw. It just Just do away with it. 
it, it leaves it to be intriguing. Now, obviously, we always talk about this, and I know you've been busy, so I did a little homework for you, because the raw ratings for this past Sunday, they were actually only up 5.2% from last week. Now, keeping in mind, last week, they were competing against the NBA Finals, but only being up 5.2%, that's not a huge jump for them, because we're talking about... During the 8, 9, and 10 o'clock hours, it stayed roughly in about the 2.3 million viewer range. The 10 o'clock hour dropped off, and I think we've talked about this before in depth. That third hour, that is a crucial hour. That is a strong hour to try and hang on to people, but but it's trying to hang on to them while you've seen a promo from Seth Rollins at the 8 o'clock hour. He's back again at the 10 o'clock hour. It's a hard thing to hang on to. Definitely, it is. I mean, I imagine, I mean, I know we're in the summer months, but I'm sure that's hard for kids, Uh, you know, when they've got school the next day or for some people when they have just work the next day and they don't want to stay up late. Um, It's a lot going on. And, I mean, the third hour, of course, is your main event hour. So that's when – that's usually when, like, you got your main event. Maybe Brock Lesnar comes back out, although he's very much a first segment guy because I believe he wants to get on a plane and get out of whatever city they are in <laughs> as soon as possible. But, yeah, I mean, the third hour is supposed to be, for lack of a better term, the power hour. Uh, but, yeah, those ratings are, are not are not great. And, I mean, the matches that we're seeing, it it, it honestly is getting a little bit confusing because, you know, we saw matches. We got a chance to see Seth Rollins and Daniel Bryant. They, they took on each other. And then at the end of it, you have the run-in where everyone comes in. You had the New Day show up. You had the Uso show up. You have the Revival, which I'm still – I'll be honest with you. I'm not 100% sure how the Revival even fits into this equation. I'm not sure on that one. But and, and, I mean, Daniel Bryan versus Seth Rollins, I mean, that is a – Pay-per-view that's a, that's a match. pay-per-view main event. And, I mean, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, they were going along with the storyline of how Seth had never beaten Daniel Bryan, so I guess we all knew what was going to happen at the end of that match, uh, and it did. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, th- that's a great match to have in your third hour. And, they had, of course, they had the run-in, uh, the disqualification, then the restart of the match. It was a lot going on in that, thir- in that match. Yeah, and it – Made it very confusing and almost, I want to say, convoluted. I mean, you'd expect uh, Luke Harper or Eric Rowan. I always forget him mixed up. Eric Rowan. Rowan, yeah. Ex- the big Redwood. You, <laughs> you expect him to jump in and chime in, obviously being the tag team partner of Daniel Bryant. But everybody else getting involved. The only thing I can hope for, and this is my only hope. Remember the old uh, WCW, what was it called? War Games? War games where they ha- yeah and NXT does the war games now if it's the right match where they have two rings and one competitor comes in at a time that's what I'm hoping they're going for is that they take something like raw uh, war games maybe even I know that there's probably the prep for Survivor Series so you actually have teams that make sense versus and and correct me if I'm wrong you know getting up there a little bit in age you forget things but I remember when Survivor Series even they were stables there were teams versus teams it was the million dollar team they took on you know, demolition or whoever oh, yeah. their team would be. I mean, the early incarnations of Survivor Series, it was all teams versus team, uh, where you, you know you append and eliminated each opponent going on throughout the match. But yeah, I mean, that's what the original Survivor Series was, and then they got away from that for a little while, uh, and then they brought it back. But it's not just all types of matches like that. Yeah, I mean, that's a little far off. They definitely could be planning for that. Uh, but, I mean, we got to get through Survivor, uh, SummerSlam, SummerSlam first, a handful of other pay-per-views. It just, um, it's not making a whole lot of sense. I mean, we even saw a five-way of 
fatal five-way elimination match for the number one contender for the U.S. title, ultimately won by Ricochet. But the confusion that came out of it, for me on this one, I don't know if Miz is heel or face. He lost to Ricochet, which I thought Ricochet was a face. He Some of his movements, some of his bravado, which I know is the Miz, was Miz as a heel, and now it came through as he's a face. So it made it quite confusing. I, I just... Raw didn't make a whole lot of sense to me this week. Uh, yeah, I, I you know I didn't pick up on those movements from from uh, the Miz as much. I mean, he's definitely a face now. It seems, uh, and it looks like they're going to stay that way with him. But it'll be interesting to see. But I've said before, I'm not a big fan of the Miz as a face or or at all. I think his uh, tendencies are definitely more suited to be a heel. So if they wanted to make that switch, I definitely wouldn't be upset with it. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. I'm, I'm, Ricochet versus Samoa Joe, it gives you a new match at Stomping Ground. You know, last week we were complaining that these were all kind of repeat matches. At least it's a new match. Well, and they had to do something different. I mean, look, let's face it. They're basically giving away tickets. If I'm not mistaken, I'll try to pull it up here. There's like a report out there where you buy a $20 ticket, they'll give you another one for 10 bucks. Yeah, the ticket sales have not improved since you brought that up last week much at all. Uh, and then on top of that, All Out went on sale Friday and sold out within like 15 minutes. Correct. Uh, so it's not a good look for the WWE right now in that form. And, you know, we're going to talk about this a little bit more where we have former WWE superstars or maybe I'll call them legends. They're coming forth and they're, they're giving their opinion about AEW. And I, I, don't know if they're, I don't know if they're right or wrong, but... It looks like AEW, the minute that they can figure out how to make everything a little bit more episodic, that right now's the time to strike. I mean, even shifting over to SmackDown. SmackDown, it still held moderately strong with its ratings. It, it didn't take a jump, but it really didn't do a huge drop as well. So it stayed about where it was the same. But ultimately, what you saw on Raw, it just carried over to SmackDown, which if that's what you're going to do, there are a lot of superstars that are left in the dark because one particular superstar who helped me out if I, if you saw him, Rusev. Oh man, we haven't seen him or uh, Nakamura and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, yeah, I did, couldn't go with the first name, but we haven't seen them in uh, weeks. Um, I think both of them showed up in the battle royal over in Saudi Arabia because they obviously needed 50 people to fill that out. Uh, but yeah, it's been weeks since we've seen them on TV. And I don't, there's no injury that I'm aware of for either of those guys. Um, it's interesting. I mean, it's one of those things you almost want to put out a bit of a small APB because even someone else, <laughs> we actually did see him this week. AJ Styles. We just saw him return. I mean, he came back. He So he had been injured at least. So, so at least you kind of knew what was going on in that story. But even and you're right. At least he has been injured. But then I'll throw out another APB for you because even during a house match this week, someone who I don't know if he's a superstar yet, but he is on the main roster. Apollo Cruz. He made his way back down to NXT for a house match, and he's not the first superstar that we're seeing. And typically, we would see superstars. We've seen Cesaro go back to NXT. We've seen Natalia go down. Which the Fashion Police, well, well, the one of them, the one Fandango that's not and, fan, and no, the yeah, no Fandango's there now. That's where I was going. Oh, okay. Fandango and so and, he's back from and, his injury. Correct. And they okay. met Tyler he met Breeze. Tyler was Breeze. The one I was thinking about. They yeah. met up there. He's back down there. These are guys that maybe they they haven't really gotten any kind of title push. And keeping in mind, someone like Fandango, he started off with a WrestleMania match versus Chris Jericho. Easily a Hall of Famer the minute that Chris Jericho says he's hanging it up. He's back down at NXT. 
maybe now with uh, what the uh, what the dream wanted, Vince called me up. Everybody's saying I'm good. I'll go back down to NXT because <laughs> that's where it seems like everyone's turning up. Yeah, it could be. Maybe people are saying. Like like John Moxley slash Dean Ambrose said in one of his uh, post WWE career interviews that Vince is the problem and he wouldn't mind seeing Triple H maybe just take the reins, even if it was just for a month to see what impact he had. Maybe people are saying, you know what, Triple H is is the next step here in the in the world of WWE and what he has going on at NXT is where we need to be right now. And so they're saying, I'll I'll go back down there voluntarily. Look, if it gives you a chance to, and it doesn't even look like where these guys are going down there and they're not even trying to reestablish their characters or change anything about themselves. They're simply just going back down there. It looks like to get their name going again, to get their name back out there and not even rechange the character, just start anew, start fresh. Maybe they can get a title down there because we know what happens once you get a title down there. It ultimately means you'll be called up again very soon, but... Then you could end up like Aleister Black doing the eternal promos. Yeah, waiting for somebody apparently to knock on your door. Yeah, and the door's wide open. (laughs) It is wide open for you, man. I mean, between him and uh, Bray Wyatt with the eternal promos, I'm intrigued to see where these two head head with this. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I meant to tell you I wanted to talk about this that this week. Now, I I have enjoyed the Bray Wyatt promos, some of them more than others. Uh, I, I I do my muscle man dance and I pull up my pants all the time now. Uh, but I, I'm ready for the payoff from time these out. promos. I'm ready. We we have got to record that next time you're up here in the X cave. <laughs> that has got to be put on video. Pull up your pants, and do your muscle man dance. That, that I, I have an image of that, so. Yeah, that has to happen next time you're up here. Continue. I'm sorry. That's- no, but yeah, I, I'm ready for the payoff from this um, from this funhouse uh, fun playhouse, whatever it is. I'm ready to see something in the match. I think we're going to get him this week at um, or this weekend at uh, Stomping Grounds because maybe he interferes in a match and then that sets up a match for at Extreme Rules, which would seem to fit his character's persona for the next month's pay-per-view so we'll see if we get something from him this week i i expect it and i'm ready for some type of payoff from this evil character although i hope the funhouse playhouse whatever they are promos continue because they're a lot of fun to watch and some of them they are hysterical now some of them get to be a little creepy i'm not gonna lie (laughs) no joke (laughs) if you're sitting there watching the the buzzard and uh the the rascally rabbit rabbit, right yeah i think that's a funny and the the devil of vince mcmahon i think that's great but vince loves them there's reports out there Vince McMahon loves everything about Bray Wyatt and everything that he's doing and he's even telling young up-and-coming stars when you need something like that hooked up when you need your help turn to Bray Wyatt Bray will get you taken care of so we see we know that he's a genius we know that the uh the lineage that he comes from so it's IRS his brother uh Bo Dallas Dallas. yeah so he's got wrestling in his blood for sure and he finally found something that works I mean Husky Harris I thought that um the Wyatt family worked as well. I thought that was good. Well, no, I mean, I, I went back to Husky Harris. Oh, yeah, yeah, we go back that far. <laughs> the Wyatt family, I liked. I liked everything about the Wyatt uh, when he kept the Cape Fear, Cape Fear uh, kind of scenario from, uh, I can't think of the character that uh, Robert De Niro. De Niro played. But, you know, he kept all of that true to form. So, look, I'm not, I wasn't upset about that. I enjoyed it. Now it's just intriguing to see where he takes this and where it goes from there. It's also intriguing to see where I guess we'll refer to him as the greatest in the world, 
Shane McMahon. Now, the rumor is still out there, and it's gaining steam that he's actually going to get a push and get a chance to get, to take on Kofi Kingston for the WWE Heavyweight Championship. Series, right? I mean, SummerSlam. SummerSlam. I'm not a fan of this. I've said it once. I'll say it again. I'll keep beating this drum until hopefully Vince McMahon downloads the Atlanta SportsX app. Or if he has a Alexa, he can talk to Alexa and say, listen to Atlanta SportsX. And he's not the only one. You can do that as well. Until he does that, that's what I, I, I'm waiting for is that we find out that, hey, he he's not going to give his son this push or or Shane's not giving himself this push. If, if the push happens, I, I'm okay with it. Uh, but only if uh, Kofi prevails. Yeah, he loses. Uh, Kofi wins. Kind of gets the rub uh, from the heel there. I don't think Shane should win that match. I don't think Shane should ever be the WWE champion. See, the um, only reason I have an issue with it, as I look and think about the WWE roster, I mean, you have Andrade, someone who I hear is get, getting a push. That would be someone. Uh, Bobby Lashley. Hell, let let Big E turn on him. I don't care. There's so many other superstars that are there that could do it, that could use the work. Cesaro, who's yet to have a championship match. There's so many other superstars that are there. Why are we using Shane? Yeah, good question. I, I, I've always had that question. Why, I, I have that question a lot of times with even Roman Reigns. When he good would point. continuously Fair. get a push and get those matches, why not let him take a step back, which he has now post um, his battle with leukemia, and, and let other superstars get pushes at times. Uh, but, yeah, I've had that question long before Shane. I mean, even another name that I'll throw out there who seems to, be, who seems to have some momentum, Drew McIntyre. He was set to be what everyone was referring to as the the next big thing. And this was even before his departure to Impact Wrestling. He was scheduled and set to be the next big thing in the WWE. He ended up getting into some trouble uh, back in his, back in his home state of uh, our home state, home country of uh, Scotland. And he parted ways with the WWE, but he's back. And it seems like he has the push from the WWE. He seems like he has it all. There's no need for three three man band to come back. There's, they're all actively there. It'd be fun. No, we're, I'm okay. I'm okay. We don't. We technically have it, don't we? We have Elias. We have Shane, and we have a uh, uh, Drew Drew McIntyre. Technically, <laughs> we have it in one form or the other. So you you have a three man band that's there. Maybe he's someone who who could definitely use a push, a build, something that could give him some momentum. You know, to even propel WWE into the next phase. Yeah, you never know. Why not? Well, I would. I would enjoy that. It's something that I'm looking forward to. I mean, he's a, he's he's one of those guys that can be a monster heel uh, that you kind of saw back in the day. Uh, you know, that's what Hogan always used to f- like to, to fight those monster heels that seem unbeatable. And he's big and tall and jacked. Uh, and so when he gets mad at you, I'm sure he can come off that way easily. Wow. I, Give him a push. I'm all for giving these younger guys pushes. He sounds like me, big, tall, and jacked. Yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> all right, well, coming up, we're going to talk about the injury bug that's bit some superstars in the WWE, as well as a WWE legend has officially retired, as well as has the WWE gotten a new business partner? Maybe they're changing the model a little bit more and they're adding a little bit extra to it, and maybe this is a way to try and block AEW a little bit 
more. You're listening to The Finishing Move on the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 a.m. and 106.3 FM. We are Atlanta's alternative sports station. The Sports X is here, and we're not your daddy's sports talk. Kick off the day at 6 a.m. with Golik and Wingo, bringing you the biggest national stories and the best guests in the country. Then at 9 a.m., we go big with the local coverage as home team and Hamilton take the wheel. Home team Brandon Leak and Joe Hamilton are all over the Atlanta scene until noon. Then we head over to the cheap seats as the local talk keeps rolling with Tug Cowart and Georgia football superstar Hudson Mason. And the opinion stays strong from 3 p.m. to 6 as our man Mark Zeno laces into just about everyone on A to Z. Then we close out the day with the best college football in the Southeast as we hold court with the king himself, Chuck Oliver, from 7 to 9 p.m. Like we said, this is not your daddy's sports station. This is Atlanta's alternative sports station, 1230 and 106.3 FM. The Sports X. Brian Estes for Estes Services. Maybe you've heard about leasing your heating and air system for a low monthly price. What you may not know is that when you lease, you lose control of when your system is serviced or replaced, and you never own it. At Estes, we want to make owning a system easier. Right now, new carrier systems are as low as $75 per month with your good credit, and you own the system. See EstesAir.com. That's EstesAir.com. Call us before you decide to lease. You'll be glad you did. This is James Laura with the law firm of Alexander Shannara and Associates. As most of you know, sports are like life, and you must always keep your options open. If an insurance company is attempting to deny you compensation for injuries one of its clients caused, check down to Alexander Shannara and Associates. Our lawyers will find the holes in their defense and advance your case all the way to the line to gain. If you've been wronged and need a lawyer, contact our firm today at 404-800-6666 or online at alexandershannaralaw.com. Alexander Shannara and Associates. We prove it. Whenever there is precipitation, your home's foundation could be at risk. If you notice water in your basement or crawl space, a musty smell, discolored walls, these are some of the warning signs of water issues in your home. Even more importantly, water issues could lead to potentially serious health issues for your home and family. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wonder. You can get a free evaluation of what's going on in your home right now with AquaGuard. AquaGuard Foundation Solutions, they've been in business for 23 years and they are here to help and they use cutting edge technology all custom designed to permanently repair your home's specific waterproofing needs trust the pros at aquaguard to do the job right the first time with a warranty you can count on visit aquaguard.net to schedule your free evaluation and restore your peace of mind The finishing move on Atlanta's alternative sports station, the Sports X. Welcome back to the finishing move here on the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 AM, 106.3 FM. It is me, Big John Radcliffe, my tag team partner who's doing multiple things. He's multitasking, which is kind of a stretch for him because he normally never does absolutely nothing around here. But uh, he's multitasking. He's working hard. We got a busy weekend here at uh, Dickey Broadcasting with the SportsX and our sister station, 680 The Fan. Um, so he's pulling double duty right now. Kudos to him. He's doing some of the heavy lifting. Thank well, you. I think that's the first time you've ever given me a compliment this is the on first air. Time, this is the first time you've ever done work on air or any work for that matter. Not true. I like dates, please. Uh, yeah, what day is today? Yeah, we won't even continue on with that. 
Well, look, the WWE, obviously, we know that, you know, you can say whatever you want. People want to say, and particularly, I'm going to call him out for it, you know, because it's time that he hears it. John Kincaid, who says wrestling is fake. Now, this is a guy who watches soap operas. I love John Yeah, exactly. Kincaid. That's always my point. And then he always talks about, well, there's beautiful women on soap operas. I'm like, well, you must not have turned into WWE recently. Yes, there are beautiful indiv- beautiful women in the WWE. And as we're talking about that and people who think that wrestling's fake, we're going to go over the top rope and we're going to talk about how fake you might think wrestling is. Uh, Don't ever make that sound again. <laughs> So the injury bug, it's kind of taking them, you know, we know it's taking a bit of a toll on the WWE. We talked about it earlier where AJ Styles, he's coming off of an injury. Mysteriously, we have other wrestlers that they might be injured, they might not, but one that one injury that just came out, I think this guy was somebody that Vince actually liked, and I think he wanted to give him a bigger push. He just wanted him to pay his dues a little bit, and I think that might be, might be on hold if it might not be completely done. And the person I'm talking about is Lars Sullivan. Lars Sullivan, he just had an MRI on his on his knee. He's expected to be out for the next six to nine months, which ultimately would bring him back around WrestleMania 36. So that means we won't see him the rest of this year. Now, there's not 100% sure where the injury might have taken place, but the last match that he had, it was against Lucha House Party on Raw and, he, and some things that he did uh, leading up to Super Showdown. But now Lars has a knee injury, and he's out for some time. He's on the injury list. He's on the shelf. He doesn't. Yeah. Ha- I don't feel like he has enough momentum for me to care when he comes back. Yeah, I think he definitely doesn't have enough momentum really to make an impact. He never got anything going consistently on the uh, current roster, and yeah, his his career. And on the main roster, seems to be very snake bit. Obviously, he was supposed to get up here earlier, late last year, be a part of this year's WrestleMania. Apparently, he had, for better lack of a better term, stage fright. Uh, got in his own head, maybe didn't think he could perform, or uh, you know something happened. He had to go, literally had to go talk to a psychologist, and finally got up. You know, he started attacking people. Uh, then the 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 past. Snuck came out on him. Uh, the the remarks that he you, made. You mean the racism? The racism and hate. The hatred uh, that he had the prejudice? Output, put out online that got brought up. Uh, now the uh, they were trying to build him as this monster, taking on three guys at once. He's now injured. He's gonna, like you said, miss a very much a big chunk of time. His career so far is not off to a good start, and. Given those comments that he made on uh, social media, online, maybe it's just a little bit of karma. Look, I, I don't, I wouldn't disagree with that. This might be his comeuppance, and honestly, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if uh, Vince McMahon and the WWE says, "Thank you for your service. Uh, we'll mutually part ways." I agree. The only thing I, did, like you said, maybe Vince does have a thing for him because Vince does like the monster, big monster guys. Uh, So he'll probably give him another shot, but we'll see what happens for sure. Well, there's been a retirement announced. Nikki Bella, her and her sister Brie Bella, they were on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And they they made talks where they had aspirations to come back and compete for the women's tag team belts, which ultimately would mean the Iconics at some point would have to defend them. But that's another story for another segment of the show. But Nikki Bella came out and she basically said she really wanted to make it, wanted to come back and compete for it. But the neck issues that she's had, she's had surgery, she's had uh, 
a herniated, herniated disc that she has to have surgery on, as well as she has a, I hope I'm saying this correct, a malig malignant cyst on her brain. So basically, Nikki Bella has decided, I'm going to hang them up. And ultimately, that means Brie Bella, who has a two-year-old daughter, Birdie, that probably might mean she might not be too long after, if not just going to go with her and say, you know what? The Bella, the Bella twins, we're going to hang them up, and we'll see you guys at our Hall of Fame induction. And it's a sad thing to hear because, you know, Nikki Bella, she's one of the longest, no matter what kind of controversy you want to put with it, she's one of the longest reigning WWE Women's Champions when it was still around. She she actually beat AJ Styles, uh, AJ Styles, AJ Lee's record, excuse me. Uh, but now her she has to hang it up. And if that's the case, we saw the last time that Brie Bella was in a ring. She nearly injured herself more than she injured someone else. First ballot? Yeah. I yes. agree. Yes. yes. I have no if question. If there was ballots, you know, that's, of course, I well, think it all comes down to who, whoever Vince wants. Yeah, because, I mean, Edge retired and he immediately went in. Hell, Mark Henry never officially retired and he made it in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just stopped showing up. So, Nikki Bell, the Bella Twins are done. That means my tag team partner has to find someone else to ogle for the, uh, for the WWE World. Oh, Alexa Bliss. That's easy. Okay. Well, he answered that rather quickly. Uh, there's another superstar. He has retired. He said he's so retired, before he would ever wrestle again, he'd go broke. Who am I talking about? Drax the Destroyer. But you mo might know him as Dave Batista. Batista, he, raced, he wrestled in his last match versus Triple H. And he said, I am so done re with wrestling. I'm over it. I'm ready to hang up the boots. I'll go broke before I ever wrestle again. You think that's the truth, or do you think he'll head, head elsewhere to try and earn a quick payday? Uh, well, let this next movie of his come out, Stuber, where he's a cop, like, hijacking an Uber. An Uber? Uh, and when that bombs at the box office, maybe he'll be a little more uh, willing to get back into the wrestling ring after that bomb. I mean, the only thing he's had success in movie-wise is Guardians of the Galaxy. And keep right? in mind, he said he's not doing Guardians again unless they bring back the... Uh Original director, they did, and they did bring back uh, okay. Gunn. Yeah, they've brought him back, so he's back. I guess the good uh, that will make him happy, uh, Batista. So yeah, uh, look, I, I agree with you. Now Batista is also the same person. I, I kind of spoke a little bit prematurely. Uh, Batista is also the same person that said AEW doesn't stand a chance. It's just a flash in the pants. It'll never be able to compete with the WWE. Now I don't know if this is the guy who's standing behind his buddy Triple H, and he knows that hey. I might not ever wrestle again, but if I decide that I want to produce or write or do whatever behind the scenes for WWE, I better play nice here a little bit. But I think that's a harsh statement to make basically as well for, you know, someone who I don't recall Bautista really doing the indies too, too much. He basically went to OVW and then went straight to WWE. Yeah, and AEW was after him hard when he was deciding to come back before he signed on with WWE for that match. So I'm sure that's somebody, that's another player in the game that once they get that momentum going, maybe they would go after him again and make a run. We'll just see what time will tell. I, I agree with you. That's a little bit of a hard statement to make. Never say never. I mean, we've seen people come back that have uh, have said that before, uh, of course, but we'll see. Time yeah. will tell. I mean, look, when it's all said and done, Money you got talks bills to pay too. Yeah, money yeah. talks. I mean, that, that's just the bottom line to it. Where I, I hate to say it, we said Sting was one of the ones who never said, "I'd never go to WWE." And then you look up, and there's the Stinger, and well, and he should have never come to the <laughs> WWE. I know he wishes he had never gone to the WWE because ultimately they kind of put him on the shelf. Well, WWE, 
I'm wondering, have they bought on a new business partner or partnered with another company? And is this a way to kind of maybe fight back uh, any other companies that might be trying to go this way? WWE Studios, they're going to produce their first film that's going to go straight to Netflix. It's called The Main Event. It's a story about an 11-year-old who's aspiring to be a wrestler, and he discovers a magical mask and ultimately becomes a WWE competitor in a competition. And you'll have the likes of Kofi Kingston, The Miz, and Sheamus that'll be in the film, and then major stars, major actors, uh, Tashina Arnold that you might know from Everybody Hates Chris, Seth Carr, you might have seen him in Black Panther, Adam Daly from the uh, Mindy Project, and Ken Ken Marano from the other two, which I have no clue what that show is. But Netflix, they're going to get a WWE movie that's going to come straight to it. Does this sound like the WWE might be looking for a way to say, you know what? What's a good way to increase our popularity? Because no one's spending nine ninety nine for the WWE Network. Is let's go yeah, to Netflix. I'm, well, I'm, I'm sure they're looking to branch out any way they can and looking for some good publicity any way they can. Although this movie doesn't look like it's going to, doesn't sound like it's going to end up in good good. Uh, publicity. Uh, if you can name one good movie that WWE Studios has put out, that will be the one. Um, but man, so, the Marine was awesome. Oh my goodness! Now we're at like Marine fourteen, 14 or something. How about like See that. No Evil with Kane? That was one of the original ones, a horror movie. Uh, what about um, Triple H is the bodyguard for like the kid in elementary school? Oh my goodness! Remember, do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, it sounds familiar. Yeah, he's like a bodyguard for a kid in elementary school, or it, it's this. I, I just I have no I'm not confident in WWE Studios. Actually, I take that back. They have a big budget one, but this was the star of it, David Otunga. Remember him and Halle Berry did a movie together where they played a 911 officer and a cop. Oh my goodness! I, that was you're getting me right now. I promise. Oh, I will look what, up Stone Cold's uh, uh, WWE release. I don't remember. Ooh, that's a good one. I'll have to look that one up too. Uh, the Call. It was a movie called... Go figure. The name of the movie was called The Call. Uh, in terms of IMDb, it has four and a half stars. I'll have to go to Rotten Tomato to actually see the freshness of it. But you had stars of Halle Berry, Morris Chestnut, David Otunga, and this was a WWE Films. Well, well, good for them. That might have been the biggest budget of them all, but look, that one was kind of rough. Good luck, WWE. Maybe you should just stick with. Maybe the writers for the movies are probably the writers for uh, for Raw and SmackDown. Smackdown. They definitely probably were. I mean, WWE definitely branching out. Did you see the news? And if you're bringing this up in a moment or two, I apologize, but that now at the ESPYS, the WWE is going to have an official award. I the did best, see that best WWE moment, and I believe you can go. I believe fans can vote on that. I I can't remember them all. I'm gonna try to though. I, um, Roman Reigns returning from his battle with leukemia, Becky Lynch winning both belts at WrestleMania, uh, Ronda Rousey winning her first Raw Women's Champion, and then there's obviously a fourth because there's four, but I cannot remember what that – maybe Seth Rollins, uh, but I can't remember at the moment. But, yeah, so they, they're looking to branch out and get media and publicity any way they can. Well, it's not so much branching out for them. Remember, the WWE partnered with e- with uh, ESPN because that's how they were able to get Jonathan Coachman back, the coach, and uh, how he was able to go back and forth between between the two. Um, look, good for them. Maybe they maybe they found a way that they can add a little twist and still get fans in there. Here it is. I, have, I got it pulled up. Roman Reigns' triumphant return on Monday Night Raw from his battle with leukemia. Becky Lynch, Becky Two Belts, 
She wins both the Raw and SmackDown Women's Championships at WrestleMania Five. Kofi Kingston, he wins his first WWE Heavyweight Championship. And Ronda Rousey, she captures her first WWE Women's Championship at SummerSlam. All right. I know you're probably going to vote. So, and you know, this isn't a secret ballot. Which one are you voting for? Mm, Not Roman Reigns, not Ronda Rousey. So it's going to come down to the other two. Becky or Kofi? Becky, either Becky or Kofi. Okay. I think I'm going with Becky. No disrespect to Kofi. Um... Both of them, both of those wins were historic for different reasons, um, but I'm a fan of Becky Lynch. I am too, and I'll be honest with you that I'll probably go with that vote as well. Uh, but speaking of Becky Lynch, so Bully Ray, he came up with an idea on his uh, busted open radio podcast that he has. On Sirius XM. On Sirius XM. And he came up with a very interesting way that he said he could make Becky more popular. Now, WWE, they haven't hit it very well. They haven't concealed it that Becky and Seth Rollins, they are in a real-life relationship. Like, outside of wrestling, those two are in a relationship. We're not 100% sure who the man is in it because since Becky is the man. (laughs) What are you trying to say about? Wow. Let me turn my mic off for a moment while you insinuate things. Isn't she the man? (laughs) Whatever you want to call it. But Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are in a relationship. So he came up with this idea that basically Brock Lesnar comes out. He takes out Seth Rollins. This would be while him and Becky Lynch are crossing paths for whatever the reason may be as Becky is finishing up a promo, so to speak. Brock takes out Seth Rollins. While Seth is down, Becky stands up and kind of bows up to Brock Lesnar. Now, nothing physical comes out out of it. It's just her bowing up, going face to face with the Beast. This would give that opportunity for where, once again, like I said, Becky's the man. She's stepping up to the beast. She's standing up to the beast, and she's defending her man. The, as as Bully Ray spoke of it, that she was at a high at WrestleMania, this would be a way to help push her up a little bit more. It would be a great way, you know, where we we know that Becky, she, she comes across, she is one of the toughest female competitors that we see in WWE. And just to add that into it, where if you want to take it to that level, we've seen, you know, the relationships come together before. We know that the Miz and Maurice come together. We've seen Cena and Nikki Bella when they were together. But now you can take Becky Lynch, where she's going to stand up for a man, Seth Rollins, and she's going to bow up to Brock Lesnar. How do you think that would come across for you with uh, Becky standing up and letting the beast know, I ain't afraid of you. That would be interesting. I don't know if she wants to take that step yet because he's not uh, probably the best worker, uh, and he would be a little stiff. It would be interesting. Well, it would be nothing physical happened because obviously – now, we keep in mind, we once talked about this where you know there would be no men hitting women, but we've seen that line get blurred a little bit. So maybe well, they were going to do the Nia Jax, uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah, Dean scrapped that one pretty quickly. <laughs> but- yeah. Maybe we see Becky taking F5. Yeah, and, and I'm okay with that, whether that's politically correct or not. Uh, but This I'm is okay where with, I turn my mic off. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm okay with women uh, taking moves if they're going to get into that world of wrestling uh, and blur the lines. I'm okay with it. I don't want to see someone get pummeled, um, but maybe a, a, a finishing move, so to say, here and there. Look, I, I like the idea of it. The danger, the only danger of it, and I don't mean the physical danger of it. We we know these are pros; they can handle their own. 
that if Becky does anything to Brock, she can destroy the the beast because, and, and maybe that would be it. Maybe if Brock was ready to retire. Becky puts him in the disarmor and she breaks his oh, arm. That's just, I mean, we talked about this earlier that wrestling is, is, is fake <laughs> predetermined, or scripted, predetermined, whatever you want to use. Um, but there's only so much so far I can take that line. And uh, no offense, Miss Lynch, you're beautiful, you're strong, you uh, have a great gimmick going for you right now, but you putting uh, Brock Lesnar out the pasture is a little more than I can probably set reality aside for him. Miss Lynch, uh, his name is Adam Gillespie, A-D-A-M. <laughs> if and you want to come visit me, I'll give you my address, Miss Lynch. I promise. You can put him in the disarmor. I won't. Oh, yeah. I will watch. Wait, oh, you're if, one of those kind of guys. If you want to come to the 680, the, the Sports X Cave, We'll record the whole thing and we'll put it up on our YouTube page. Yeah, well, hey, when SmackDown comes back to Atlanta this uh, September, she might be on Raw though. Who knows? We have no clue. <laughs> oh, well, well, well the, yeah, and uh, well, no, they'll still, they won't be on Fox. Won't be on. Uh, won't have SmackDown yet. So uh, maybe they'll still be jumping back and forth but, uh, quite frequently. And if she wants to come into the studios and put me in the disarmor, I am a willing participant. Now, you're will. Uh, can I get that in writing? Yes. I need to get that in writing from you because I think it would be a great look. I think it would be fun. I think maybe even if you let her take a give a forearm to Paul Heyman and uh, maybe she's the reason that Seth keeps his belt when Brock cashes in his cashes in his money in the bank uh, briefcase. And she's the reason why Seth keeps keeps his belt. And these two are the champs. Be a great angle to keep it going for a little while. Now, if they happen to break up during the storyline, then uh, I think we run into a little bit of a problem. there. What I would love to see is have. Uh, Becky, you know, interfere in the match, do something maybe to Paul, like you just mentioned. Seth retains on during the cash-in. Maybe that forces Paul Heyman because we can't basically, we just can't have Brock, Brock Lesnar wrestling Becky Lynch. That forces Paul Heyman to, or spurs him to go out and create a stable, bringing in a woman who, who could face Becky Lynch, whoever that woman is. Maybe uh, Ronda Rousey, who people have said in the past they would like to be seen uh paired up with Paul Heyman, and we can get that Heyman uh, hustle stable that we've always been talking about. Look, I we, we talk about talked about that in depth here on this show of how we love the stables, we want the stables back, and I think you are I think you nailed it right there. That'd be a great way for it to come back where she says, I got someone that can deal with you. Uh, both Brock and Ronda Rousey, they're both from the similar world, the UFC world, the MMA fighting world. So they have a, a, a similar uh, something that they have in common that they can work with. So it might just be a great way to get them all together. And uh, maybe Heyman can start a stable that can add a little bit more to put a little bit more fuel to the fire to get this all together. Who knows? Well, coming up on the finishing move, we're going to wrap things up for this week. But, you know, we will never wrap up a show without talking about AEW. It has become one of the hottest things. We're looking forward to everything that it has coming in terms of its episodic shows. But is it best for business that they're starting to hold people back already? We're going to talk about that as we wrap this week up on The Finishing Move. It's Big John Radcliffe, my tag team partner, Adam the Road Dog Gillespie. You're listening to The Finishing Move here on the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 a.m. and 106.3 FM. Home team in Hamilton, weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon. I tell you what, though, I must say it every time I get an opportunity to say it. I have a partner, boy, that has my back. So if they get too loose on me and he's around or he hear it, 
He knows how to fight back. In the, and I appreciate you for that. In, no doubt about it. In the immortal words of the CMB from New Jack City, we all we got. I like that, home team. I feel that. You don't let people get too loose talking about your partner. Am I my brother's keeper? Yes, I am. Just don't shoot me in the head after saying it. This is Atlanta's alternative sports station. 1230 and 106.3 FM. The Sports X. Hey, y'all. Phil Hudson here from 680's first official weekly podcast, Mind Your Business. Make sure you subscribe to hear Tug Howard and myself find the intersection of sports, music, and money during interviews with athletes like Brave Shortstop Dansby Swanson, WWE Hall of Famer Diamond Dallas Page, musicians including Garth Brooks and the Atlanta Chapter Grammys president, Jay Fly, and business leaders such as Sonova CEO. Kessel Stelling and Atlanta Hawks co-owner Mitch Shaw. New episodes drop every Thursday, sponsored by SR Homes, a builder focused on you, offering new home communities throughout Metro Atlanta. Visit srhomes.com. This is Carl on his motorcycle. Let's ride till we run out of gas. And this is Carl off his motorcycle. Balsa wood is very different than teak. People confuse the two. On his motorcycle. Hey, check out that view. Off his motorcycle. Let's do puzzles in the break room. On. Look at all that open road! Off. Look how long my fingernails are getting. You're better on your bike. Progressive helps keep you on it. Get a quote in as little as three minutes at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. This is The Finishing Move with the road dog Adam Gillespie, Brandon Joseph, and Big John Radcliffe. Talking all things wrestling on Atlanta's alternative sports station, The X. Welcome back to the finishing move here on the Atlanta Sports X, 1230 a.m. and 106.3 FM. It's me, Big John Radcliffe, along with my tag team partner, Adam the Road Dog Gillespie, Mr. Multi-Talented. That's I noticed, me. I noticed you've been well-behaved. Is that because Big Boss is near you? Is Scotty Mack around? No, he doesn't participate in this dinner with us ever for some reason. He doesn't like us or he doesn't want us doesn't to like down you. to uh, interact with us at dinner for some reason on this night. But uh, we're not complaining either. So, so basically, you run off, run off the big bosses. He comes out and plays golf, and uh, then he's he got skedaddles back home. He has kids, and I'm sure his lovely wife would like likes him to come home and help with the three kids. Uh, so it's usually just the promotions crew and our and our promotions crew boss uh, Barbara is here, and Caitlin be social, and uh, ice cold stew, and Derek. Um, I love how you're just. A- Calling out all the promotions team. We're missing shout a couple out, guys. Shout out to our uh, promotions who are team up in, uh, who are up in New York for the draft. Uh, Houston Jameson and uh, Brandon Harper. They'll be here tomorrow, but they're hanging out in New York for the draft tonight. They which, usually are part of this dinner. Which, by the way, uh, once we finish here at eight o'clock, go to the six eighty the fan YouTube page. We have live coverage on our YouTube page of what's going on right now. The NBA draft. I'll give you a quick update that with the number one overall pick. The New Orleans Pelicans, as expected, they drafted Zion Williamson. What? With the number two pick, the Memphis Grizzlies, they've drafted Ja Morant. And the New York Knicks, they are currently on the clock as of So the Hawks are next, then after the Knicks. Correct. The Hawks have made some moves where they've moved up to number four. So they will be on the clock as well for that. Go over to the 680 at 8 o'clock. Don't you turn yet. At 8 o'clock, go over to the 680 The Fan YouTube page. Tune in. You have uh, Carlos Medina, front, front office Lowe's, and home team Brandon Leak, which you can hear him on the SportsX every day, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to noon, as well as tomorrow, my tag team partner will be joining in for his weekly segment of Walking That Aisle. Oh, yeah, that's right. I better send home team uh, my topics for tomorrow. Are you not prepped? <laughs> I've been busy. Doing what? 
point. But did you get mad at me for doing this exact same thing you're doing when I was giving out Georgia baseball score updates and now you're giving up NBA draft updates? I've been told by management to do this. You just did that because you... No, I was you. told by management to do that. No, you were not. Yes, I was. I was standing I in the, the hallway. I want to see the text. Send me the text. All right, move along. See, thank you. I, I, well, I can't do it right now. My hands are busy. I don't even want to know what you're doing. Grilling steaks. Is that what you call it these days? I don't want to know what you're doing. Back to wrestling. So AEW, you know we can't leave any show without talking about AEW as it is the new hottest thing that's out there. It's starting to get some ground. And one of their stars that has been there, John Moxley, formerly Dean Ambrose, well, they said that they wouldn't they would allow him to go out there and he would be on the indie circuit. So if you've been following him, if you follow him on social media media, uh that he was at Six Flags Slam Fest in New Jersey. <laughs> Take it on Enzo. <laughs> You can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> yeah, well, they're just hearing that he's – I love the indies. They're great. That's what most of these guys break their teeth in. But just saying that somebody is at Six Flags uh, for a wrestling event makes me chuckle. Six Flags Great Adventures in, great adventures in New Jersey. Why doesn't and, our Six Flags do that? I don't know. you got to reach out to the people at Six Flags. Maybe that's – maybe – brainstorm. Brainstorm. Go with me on this one. The finishing move – pay-per-view live from Six Six Flags over Georgia. As long as I get a uh, flash pass to skip the lines for the rides, I'm all in. You're supposed to be there for the wrestling. Oh, well, that would be later in the day, but during the day, we could go ride the rides. The Atlanta Sports X Wrestling Federation. A-S-X-W-F. That's a lot of letters to go into that little acronym. Brainstorm. Just let me know what you think about that. But you saw him take on, like you said, uh, Enzo and Cass XL. Cass XL formerly being Big Cass from the WWE. Uh, He's also made his way over to New Japan. He did a match over there. But AEW, they're blocking him from doing the G1 Climax show, G1 Climax 29 show that's going to be in Dallas. That's the one caveat that I don't think a lot of people knew about, at least for me, that they can block him wrestling here stateside, depending on the different different events. Now, New Japan would be probably a competitor of AEW, so it only makes sense that if he's here in Dallas, that they would probably want him in an AEW event versus a New Japan Pro Wrestling event. Yeah, I mean, that's where all these guys came from, though. Cody Rhodes, uh, the Young Bucks, that's where they were. Uh, Hangman, Omega, Kenny they Omega, were in New Jericho. Japan. Jericho. And didn't isn't that where he went to Japan and competed with uh, just recently? Yeah, he went over there. He made his de- debut over there. In, uh, with New Japan? With New Japan. Yeah, so I, I'm not sure what the reason is. I'd have to look at the calendar. I don't know if they have if there's something else going on at AEW that week or weekend um, that they would want him there for instead of with New Japan or or what's going on. But it is an interesting block, I guess, uh, to say, call it. And maybe more news will come out of that um, in the next few weeks. Yeah, because the only thing that I've heard so far is that if he's on American soil, then they can make the they have the right to say yay or nay if it'll take place. So it is a very interesting scenario to have take place on whether or not, uh, whether or not you know, he can continue to fight on uh, fight with that. Now, another superstar who's made his way over to New Japan he goes by Kanita, but I knew him as Hideo Itami. Now, when he was signed with NXT in the WWE, he was supposed to be the next big thing. He was supposed to be 
the first big Asian su- superstar of the WWE. Big Asian like Yokozuna or big Asian like uh, popular? Big Asian like popular. Okay. Just just clearing it up. I, I just want to make sure we don't make a drop that we sh- we're not supposed to here. Don't want to get in trouble. But he was supposed to be the next big thing. So he's another superstar that we've seen uh, leave the WWE, go back to his home, and go to New Japan, as well as Ty Dillinger being another one who's now wrestling under a new name. Look, we've seen a lot of superstars because we still haven't gotten final resolution for the revival. We know that the uh, the Good Brothers, things don't seem to be working their ways thus far. What else could happen? Who else do you think might be the next that we could see WWE and head over to AEW? That's a great question. There's a lot of people asking for their release. I think the biggest is... Sasha Banks, we have not even seen her since uh, WrestleMania. At least we've seen the revival and the Good Brothers. Uh, the revival, they've got to be locked down in a multi-year contract, and all reports uh, are saying they are, so I doubt Vince is just going to let them out so that they can walk across the street to AEW. The Good Brothers one is interesting. Their contract at least was up soon or up earlier this year. Um so I don't know if they've either re-signed or they're just getting close to that point. We saw the angle on Raw, correct, where AJ was kind of yes. telling them. It's that hard to tell they, which one was where. Yeah, where they kind of came out, made a splash, and then, I mean, where have you guys been? And then they went out and lost to the Usos. Go figure. Um, uh, three but days, they've got a, I was going to say, not to cut you off, my, my apologies. Uh, it looks like there's a report that Luke Gallows, and this is from three days ago, and this is coming from Ringside News. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, the Good Brothers, told WWE they were not taking new contracts when they were offered them. The result got them being pulled from the road, and so ultimately we can expect to to only see them as they're prepared to go to a pay-per-view where they'll join AJ Styles and, and Triple H. Triple H. And in then, Japan, and then it might not. We might not see them for some time. And they were big in Japan, so that makes sense for WWE to Smart. bring them back out over there. Uh, that's when they were being used. Uh, I'll say correctly, for lack of a better term, at the moment. Um, but they were over. They were uh, part of the club with AJ Styles. Uh, Triple H has now inserted himself into that club and is going to ride that wave of popularity all with the way them to over another there. title watch. <laughs> or another induction into the Hall of Fame. When the, if the club goes in, he can say, well, hey, remember that day? I was a member. I was a member. So <laughs> I guess he's also he's been a member of the Shield, so I guess he'll be a part of that as well. That one may be a little bit longer of a wait, uh, especially with Dean Ambrose having jump ship to go to AEW. Well, there's no telling what could take place there. And someone else that you made mention of, Sasha Banks, as I'm sitting here reading the rumors, Sasha Banks, it's been that she's been spotted in New York working to – to do video work and doing some promotion for uh, the WWE video game. So maybe there's a chance that we see Sasha Banks and where the way everything is lining up and setting up where it might be Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss beating up on Bailey and maybe someone who will come out and save the day. They, uh, those video games also, at least back in the day, I know when uh, Tony Schiavone used to talk about it on his podcast and even Bruce uh, Pritchard on his, uh, those were – outside of your contract paydays. So I don't know if she's showing up to just get that extra payday or if she's contractually obligated to show up to do the voices and uh, video shots for those video games. Uh, but I think I, she seems very content and not being on WWE TV right now via her Twitter and her Instagram post. Uh, so I don't think we're going to see her anytime soon. Look, I, I love how the WWE, they're trying to control control the narrative of it as well and saying that uh, – 
we're in constant talks with her. We, we constantly sit down and talk with Sasha regularly. You're right. They're trying to control the narrative of it. So there's no telling when we might see Sasha back or if at all. She, she- reportedly met with Vince McMahon maybe a month or so ago uh, at Titan Towers. And if, I mean, if they sat down and talked and she still hasn't even appeared, I, they must be a far a long ways apart. There's no telling where it could be because, like I said, with them trying to control the narrative, there's no telling what we could see from it. But i tell you what we can see. If you go over to the 680 The Fan YouTube page right now, you can see home team Brandon Lee and Carlos Medina as they cover the NBA draft right now. So for my tag team partner, Adam the Road Dog Gillespie, live from Lake Lanier Island, cooking up steaks. Adam, tell everyone up there we said hello. You guys have a great and prosperous day up there tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining us. We will catch you next week. You can also always follow us on social media, Road Dog 680, John Rad 450. We're going to get you updated on what we're doing in terms of podcasting on our podcast that we'll have up. But you will, you will be able to hear this show on the ATL SportsX website, as well as you can keep up with the Road Dog on the Twitters. He's always out there. He won't be doing much tomorrow but except driving around on a golf cart. So you can follow him there. You can see everything that he'll tweet out. And I'll keep you posted on everything that Adam's not doing around here. So until then, you guys have been great. Thank you for listening. We'll catch up with you next week. And also always remember that, honestly, me and Adam love you, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Have a good night, ladies and gentlemen.